Well, this week we've been treated to the wonderful book of Tobit, a book that is all at once uh, profound, but also humorous and rather uh, cute, even in, in many places, very lovely in many places. And it's got this wonderful balance of all these different elements and aspects. It's a, it would be a great book for uh, married couples to read and for engaged couples to read. There's a lot of wisdom in it. And I'll just draw your attention to the, one of the elements of this book, its storyline and its plot. Here we have, in today's reading, we actually have got little excerpts from a number of chapters, chapters 6, 7, and 8. So there's actually excerpts from three chapters. It's compressing a lot of the narrative into a short space. In this story of uh, Tobit, Tobit is an elderly man who's a kind of a Job figure. He goes through, a, he's a just man, he goes through a lot of trials. And his son Tobias, he sends his son Tobias out to retrieve money from uh, from a foreign land that he had that Tobit had deposited and Tobias journeys with uh, uh, someone who he thinks is a relative of his but is really the angel Raphael and uh, while Raphael has been sent by God to providentially intervene in the life of Tobit and his family and Tobias there's also another element taking place. Uh, there's another family in another area, and they're, they're related by blood, uh, distant cousins of some sort, I think. And uh, this couple is also having troubles and trials, and they're a just couple. And their daughter, uh, Sarah, is uh, it, um, also has tr- troubles. Her troubles are that she every time she tries to marry a man... Uh, a demon by the name of Asmodeus comes and kills the man on their on their wedding night, and that has happened six times or seven times. <laughs> and so, I mean, it's a little bit funny. Um, so she seems like she can't she can't marry a guy successfully without killing him. And um, so Raphael is also sent by God to intervene and kind of make this whole situation better as well. And he brings both together by leading Tobit's son Tobias to Sarah, and they and they marry. And um, uh, Raphael also devises a means by which this demon Asmodeus is exercised, and he's not able to have power over Tobias, so that uh, he's not successful in killing Tobias. Well, this is a, a kind of a wonderful plot, and there's a lot of uh, very touching and, and deep and profound. Um, things to it, but the, what I'll draw your attention to is simply this, is that the devil really has it out for marriage, and I think we can see that from a, from a big picture perspective. You've got this evil demon who's associated with this couple, this woman in particular, who's trying to marry, and it really, there's a reference to Adam and Eve. We go back to Adam and Eve. And uh, the devil was envious of Adam and Eve. He wanted to destroy them. And he wanted to destroy not only them, but he wanted to destroy all their descendants. And so the devil has a really keen interest in trying to unravel the institution of marriage. He knows if he can do that, he's, he's mopped up the entire human race, whom he hates because it's made in God's image 
and it's called to glory. It's called to take his place from which he fell in heaven. And so that's why he hates human beings and he hates human life. He hates new life. He'll kill it in the womb if he can. So we have abortion. And then what's he's found to be very easy because our our uh, libidos are very strong and after original sin, our you know internal uh, psychology is kind of in a state of disequilibrium, so our libidos oftentimes get the best of our, our reason and our conscience. So this is kind of easy prey for the devil. So he has introduced all manner of sexual perversion into human society precisely because he hates human life, he wants to stop it from con- being conceived, and if it's conceived, he wants to make sure it's conceived in a kind of a strange manner outside the covering of marriage, or he wants to destroy a husband and wife who, who are married, but you know he wants to make it so that their family is not a good environment for the new life to be raised in, or he wants to divorce them, split them up, all of these things. This is from the devil. Satan has it out for the human race, and one of the number one ways he does that is by disrupting the institution of marriage and getting human beings to indulge in all sorts of sexual perversities. And the kind of the take-home message is this. I think it's, a, it's similar to what we find in salvation as a whole. If you think that salvation is just... It is a gift from God, but if you think it's just a gift and not also a prize, meaning something that you've got to fight for and you've got to win, you're lost. You've just played into the hands of the devil. You're done for. You have to fight for your salvation. Salvation does not come by accident. It's got to be worked for and it's got to be fought for and it's got to be won. It's a prize as well as a gift from God, both. Gift and prize. And so also, I'll just leave you with this thought that marriage is the same. Marriage is wonderful, but it's something you've got to fight for. It doesn't come automatically and easy. It's got, there's got to be real serious efforts. And there's moments of very serious crucifixion where you have to get up on the cross with Christ and you've got to die to your self-will. Otherwise, it's not going to be successful. And the devil's going to win and society and your children in particular are going to suffer for it. So it's a sobering message I bring to you today, um, but the good news is that Christ has won the victory for us. And through his victory, we can be victorious in every area of our life, in salvation and also in the area of marriage.